Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello everyone, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host Patrick Starks and for today's episode I'm going to take us down a different way of developing the story around our protagonist. And the reason I'm going to be talking about this is because sometimes we as writers get a little too involved with thinking about the story around our protagonist and we need to know what's going on and sometimes that can confuse us on what's actually going on in the story. Therefore instead we need to walk in our protagonist's shoes. I mean, raise your hand if you've jumped around your story on thinking about how it ends, what happens in the middle, or even who's all in it. Without a doubt, these can all be overwhelming thoughts. But let's not worry. Let's take a deep breath and take it step by step. Thankfully, there is a fun solution to this that I've discovered down the road of my writing path. Simply to resolve this disconnection in our story, we need to create a map. So what I'm going to recommend you all do is find a piece of paper and pen for this next part of the lesson here. What I'm about to explain to you is no mere outline. It is literally what I said. This will exactly be a map, a roadmap, if you will. In fact, this will be the roadmap to guide us through our protagonist's story from the beginning all the way to the very end. Now, of course, depending on what you're writing about, this can be a very big map. But let's not overwhelm ourselves and stick to the basic blueprint for now. So, let's have some fun, shall we? So the first thing we're going to be doing on this piece of paper is we're going to draw a maze. Um, If you find that difficult, we can uh, go on Google and find a maze that has nothing on it. It's just completely blank, but it's like a maze still, if you get what I'm saying. (laughs) On this maze, we're going to have a start and a finish. But for finish, we're going to say end for story purposes. I mean, as you all know, this isn't a race. This is storytelling. (laughs) So that's why um, we're changing the finish to end. And you know what? Let's also change the start to beginning so that we're not confusing ourselves here. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have our beginning point and our end point. I'm going to go with the obvious thing to do, which is go to the beginning of the maze. And at this point, everyone, we're not going to think about any names or what the character's gender might be. All we're going to think about is where our character is headed right now. But before we do this, we're going to play this kind of like a board game. We are actually going to have placeholders for our our protagonists. So you can grab anything like a penny or, I don't know, paperclip. It can be anything that you want to be your protagonist that we're going to move through the maze. Think of like the game Sorry or something like that. And I'm kind of dating myself, but yeah. Old school 90s boards games, I guess. (laughs) So I'm sure by now you're all wondering, like, what the heck we're going to do with the maze. Like, it's so many pathways. And the thing I like about this tactic is that mazes are essentially equivalent to life. And like I've spoken about before with telling stories, we want to still have our stories relate to natural life. And so our protagonist is going to be going through this journey where they're not going to be going straight to the destination. They're going to have many pathways to take. And the maze is a replication of that. Now let's make another placeholder uh, for our antagonist. And we're going to place this somewhere in the middle of the maze. 
But before we can get to our antagonists, we first need to figure out what lies between our protagonist and our antagonist. Like I said before, there will be many pathways to take. Although we might know where we're headed, we don't exactly know what's going to stop us from getting to that very ending. So before we can get to the middle of the map, we need to make a point in which our character's story is being told. And let me just say, if you have an outline already, this works out better because now you know the first part of your story and so you can apply this to the maze. However, since I'm not using any of my stories in particular or have an outline in front of me, we're just going to freestyle this for now. I'm just going to make a point near the beginning and call it home. Obviously, we're going to have this point be the first place in which our protagonist's placeholder will be moved to. At this point of the maze, we need to think about what is the conflict that's occurring at our home. For example, at the first part of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry, in the first chapter, his whole conflict starts at home. In fact, that first chapter is what explains to us what's going to happen in the story, why Harry is such an important part of the story. And so for our protagonist, it doesn't necessarily need to be the same story. <laughs> That'd be copyright. However, we do need to have a conflict. Overall, this point on the maze in which we called home, this is going to be the motivational factor in which pushes our protagonist to the destination. But like I said before, once this first part of the story is explained, our character will have many pathways to take and there will be many obstacles for them to go through before they can even get to the antagonist, let alone the ending. And just so we're keeping track of where we're all at, I would like for you guys to take another piece of paper. This won't be another maze, but this is like a side note piece of paper, basically just explaining to yourself what's the conflict at home so that you know where you're headed in the story. Okay, so if you've gotten down your conflict, I would say it's okay to move forward onto this next step. We're going to make another point on the maze, but this point's going to be more of a broad point, if you will. This point's going to definitely have a lot more characters and a lot more people being involved with our protagonists that will essentially guide them to where they need to go or give them a hint in where they need to head through the maze. And be sure to uh, make sure your points aren't like linear where they're not going like straight, <laughs> like in a straight line. Uh, again, we want this to be as uh, topsy-turny as possible to give us a sense that our protagonist is being kind of thrown in a loop. They're going around trying to discover what they need to find, why are they even on their path in general, or who they need to talk to, you know, etc. But yeah, just going back to the point in which we're going to put before the antagonist and before the protagonist, uh, this point is going to be sincerely for giving our character again a hint of where they are headed. So... I want you all to think about when you're making this point, what's happening? Who are they going to be interacting with? Again, we don't need to focus on names necessarily. We just think about the person and what they might tell that protagonist and how it will benefit them on their journey. On this point of the maze, we need to know what our protagonist might learn that will aid them on their journey. It could be an untold secret or it could be an item be anything but this is a point where the protagonist needs to learn something and again 
everyone this might seem really like simplistic and that's the whole point i know if you have an outline it's going to be a lot more in depth the maze will get a little bit more crazy but i wouldn't fear it have fun with it that's the whole point of this is having fun with creating these stories and actually getting a visual perspective of what type of journey is your protagonist really on what i'm basically showing you all is a general outline or a simplistic outline of what this maze would look like to like a very basic story. I mean, this would be more for like a short story because the short stories are more so straight to the point. But if you're going to be doing this for your novel, it's going to be a lot more in depth. But to be honest, it's going to be a lot more fun too because the more you have to work with, the more crazy the map or the maze looks. And I kid you not, it's like playing an open world video game. It's like you see the map and you see all the points, all the side quests. And that's what really gave me the idea of this. I'm a gamer. I love games. I've been playing games since I was a kid. Never stopped. A lot more discipline now. I don't play like five hours a day like I did back in the day. But I might put an hour, hour and a half some days. But uh, just going back to my point, when you're playing these open world games, they walk you through the journey of your main character. You got these side quests and all these people you meet down the road. And it all builds up to the very ending where you meet antagonist or you have to accomplish something at the end so i think stories novels books it can be applied the same way and i've always told people before these video games are basically like interactive stories that's why i love video games because it's very close to home of what i like which is storytelling and most of the games i play are role-playing games so yeah but for now everyone we're gonna wrap this up we're gonna definitely do a part two to this um, I want you guys, when you get the time, to go to patstarks.com. That's P-A-T-S-T-A-R-K-S.com. And I will have podcast notes on that website, which will show you the map that we drew out today. And that will give you a little idea or more of a visual idea of what we did today. And yeah, I'm excited to follow up with you all on this and do a part two. Uh, this is really fun. Uh, I'm really enjoying taking on this tactic with my stories, and so I hope that it does the same for you all. I think it's going to make your writing a lot more fun. I know for some people, just, again, staring at the screen all day, looking at a bunch of words can be a little boring at times, or not just boring, it just it gets old. It, it gets a little repetitive, so you need like a different take on your stories just as in life. And so this will be a different take for you for sure. Last but not least, everyone, I'd love to get your thoughts on the podcast so far since we've been on season two. I'd love for you guys to drop a review and let me know what your favorite episode was from season one or two. Uh, this really helps me out a lot as far as the growth of the podcast. And most importantly, it just gives me better ideas of what you guys are looking for as writers, what you want to learn. Again, I'm on the same learning journey as you guys, so it's good to know how you guys feel about these episodes. And if you guys are feeling great about them, I'm going to keep producing these topics. If you're wanting something else, I can produce other topics of writing that we can talk about. That will better suit your needs. But all in all, if you guys could leave me a review, that would be awesome. Uh, I'd love that so much. I mean, I see that you guys... I got kind of a hint that you guys do like the episodes that I'm producing. I see the downloads. It's just nice to see those reviews, too, so uh, I can get some other writers involved with our group. 
the Right Our Way family. So, as always, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, always a pleasure speaking with you all, and look forward to speaking with you again on part two. And yeah, become a child again. Imagine, my friends, and you guys take care. Keep writing, stay strong, and love what you do.